hello perspective listeners welcome back to yeah our perspective channels with myself martina and lisette say hello lisette yes hello hello yes 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 well welcome back um you know we're doing another you know podcast as we're you know kind of working on a few other things in the mix as well but we wanted to take you know kind of a step back and uh you know that's probably more uh not metaphorical than anything a step back because it's literally what's happening in the world in terms of vaccines and COVID-19. So Lizette and I just wanted you know to spend a podcast or two kind of talking about the crazy world of the vaccines and how masks are continuing to be such a political thing in the United States. It seems everywhere else in the world people can follow rules and regulations and laws to a certain extent but uh here in the United States, things are just, it's going horrible. It's, you know, it's going horrible. So listen, I'll, you know, let you give your initial thoughts and we can get into it. Yeah, thanks, Martina. Um, Yeah, like I know that we've been seeing on the news, most of us, if you're following news, and even if you're not following, I'm sure you hear about just how uh, this Delta variant that's out here, um has there's just been an uptick and there's more cases uh primarily around the unvaccinated population and i think it's it's interesting to kind of see the response from people and the and sort of the the reaction and and sort of even the the really those that are completely anti-mask anti-vaccines uh the rhetoric uh, I think is the word I'm trying to get to the rhetoric that we hear about just uh, rights and freedom, and and it it becomes such a more of a political. I mean, it's always been political. When this mm-hmm. pandemic started, it was political, and it continues to be, which is unfortunate because it's, you know, you and I have talked about how it's a public health issue. Uh, it's not a political issue. It's it's a health issue. It's about others, and this. I don't know how to describe it other than this sort of selfishness it is for people, uh that just continues on even as we i mean we during the pandemic we we saw over was it like six hundred thousand people just in the united states alone uh died from COVID 19 and yep. i'm sure that number continues to grow i don't know what the latest numbers are i don't know where we're at as far as now with the, the variants and and even with the vaccine to still see individuals dying of something that is now pretty preventable is you know and i've said this to you Martin, it's just mind-boggling to me uh because as as i like to think of myself as sort of a rational you know person mm-hmm. i'm just like uh i'm gonna do whatever can even if i would like to even if i haven't had it gotten vaccinated or whatever like I would still be wearing my mask, still social right. distancing, still doing like if if I would think if I was someone that was anti-vaccine or something for whatever reason, I would still follow the guidelines. Like I would still follow sort of like, hey, because it's not just about me, it's about others. Yes. Um, and even, you know, uh, as a vaccinated person, it's still about others because there's, I don't know who's vaccinated, who's not around me. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see me six feet away from you wearing a mask wherever i'm going um 
because I don't, I mean, I could be a carrier and, you know, the person next to me could be unvaccinated. And even, even if you're vaccinated, we've seen breakthrough ca- cases because of this variant. Yes. But this is just sort of my initial thoughts about just what's been going on. And I know we're going to dig into it, but yeah, it's just been, it's just been interesting to kind of see the, the impact that the variant is currently having right now. And even, you know, as, as we're saying, like, you and I are rational thinkers, and this, to me, it is a, a selfishness, and it's really a, a lack for human compassion and decency. And the people who, you say, you know, it's one thing not to get the vaccine, but if you're not even, you know, trying to social distance yourself or wear a mask, and you're being around other people, why don't you understand that you are putting other people's lives in hands. And then those same people want to say, well, just because you have a mask on and you got the vaccine don't mean that you're not putting other people's. Yeah, I might still be putting somebody else's life at risk, but at least I care about that. And I'm trying my best not to put other people's lives at risk when you don't even wear a simple mask on your face and bitch about it. Because I can bitch about a mask too, but I wear that motherfucker. But at the same time, it's like, you don't even care enough for yourself and your family. So I know you don't care about me and my family and friends as well. So that's the thing for me that's so hard to wrap my head around. And people who are, like I said, doing the bare minimum, just wearing a mask, being six feet away from people, you can't even do that. And I just don't, and, you know, and then they want to talk about, you know, people who are doing that and getting the vaccine to refer to us as sheep. Well, you know what? I'd rather be a sheep, honey and have the human decency and care about other people. Even if I don't know who you are, I've never seen you a day in my life. When I walk past you, I'm doing my best for your safety and for mine. That's the thing I don't really get. And so I literally, as I was telling you this set, you know, before we started recording, um, yeah. I actually went out with uh, a friend of mine Friday night for, for uh, just like a hangout. And yeah. I was in, I think it was Lyft. I was in the Lyft over and I had a really good conversation with my Lyft driver uh, fellow Chicagoan, um, and her and I were really just getting into the whole vaccine thing. Of you know, of course, she told me that she's vaccinated, and of course, like if you are doing ride sharing, at least here in Chicago, you are required to have a mask on. And so we were really just talking about why people can't seem to wrap their head around it. And I was telling her, I really think you know, this just shows me the lack of human decency every day. As basically what I was telling her, it just seems like you know, people want you to have hope in humanity and you shouldn't give up having hope, you know, that, you know, we need that, but it really just tests us, you know, it tests you when you hear things and you see things like this, it really just like these people who are not wearing a mask and not getting vaccinated. I mean, regardless, like if you have certain, you know, religious and medical conditions where you can't get vaccinated, that's completely different. Not, I'm not referring to those individuals, but if you are not in that category and you're outwardly choosing to not follow any of these rules, you don't care about anybody. You just so worried and fixated on like the government's star, you know, instrumental behind this. They're trying to kill us. Okay. Well, if they are trying to kill us, baby, then why don't you at least wear a mask on your face? I don't understand. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. that's where I'm at on that. Yeah. No, I think you're, you're so right. I think as, when I think back to, you know, a year ago and we were at, I think at this point we were at the, at the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we didn't quite understand what was going on. And 
we everyone was sort of doing things and you know and you had the conspiracy theories back then this is all a hoax and blah 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 and um the administration at the time the united states was not helping at all at all with any of that um and to still see that a year later after all like i was mentioning after all these unfortunate deaths um and the continued cases and and for some even just the long-term effects of having covid like you know people who are saying you know we i still can't breathe right i still Mm -hmm. can't really do the things that i used to do um you know like the what is it called the brain fog that people have and not being able to really it's all these things so it's not like it's not just death right it's it's the if you live past that yeah if you make it past that even you survive COVID-19 there's all these chances of having you know you know ongoing issues things that may never go away um and there's still so many studies around all these and I'm like and to still hear the I mean the the Republican Party because it's really the Republican Party perpetuating um a lot of these uh, same ideas that were here a year ago now like you know hey it's our right our freedom I don't want to get vaccinated I don't want to wear a mask this is you know it's a hoax it's not that bad and I'm like say that to the families that have lost people Amen. say that to the families that are living with what, what they call the long uh what is it? I can't remember the word long howlers or something like that with COVID mm-hmm. that, uh, that have had COVID-19 are continuing. I'm like, not that people are just, you know, continuing with all these issues around it. And I'm like, that's not, it's not something to make, to be made fun of. It's not something to just be not taken seriously and to just chalk it up to some government conspiracy to control your body, control your mind and all these things. And a lot of it comes from Christians and y'all know me. If y'all been following me, like I am a Christian. social justice warrior. Justice warrior, I, you know, I grew up in an evangelical, you know, church, and 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 so like, you know, some of the things that that I hear, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, um, people are actually saying these things, right? Uh, because it's like, no, I'm like, no way do y'all represent Jesus. Like y'all cannot come to me and say that you are Jesus followers with with the the takes that, that y'all take and, and and have around it because it's just. I mean, again, like I just the only way I can describe it is mind boggling because I'm like, we have something that's preventable, you know, that can prevent you. Ha- like, you can still catch COVID 19 if you have the vaccine. It's right. proven, there's breakthrough cases, talk mm-hmm. about it. But those people who have gotten it and have come out and said, yeah, I've had it, or if you're on social media, people will share their stories and like say, like, hey, I have it, but you know what? It felt like a flu. I didn't have, I ended up at the hospital. I didn't have to do this. It was, you know, it was like a week of uncomfortableness. Yes, I'm, I'm a little more tired than I probably would have been if I had just gotten a cold or a flu or things like that. I'm like, so it's preventing you from dying, yep, right? Yep. And, and having to go, taking up a, a bed at a hospital or a ventilator and all these things. So it's like, it's going to come to the point where, you know, I think, I think I, I, I read somewhere where insurance companies now are like, hey, if you're not vaccinated, then obviously we're not going to cover as much of 
if you get COVID, we can't cover certain things. Like insurance companies don't want to continue paying for the astronomical cost of having to be in a hospital in the United States if you have COVID. Mm -hmm. I remember when it began, you know, the, you know, they were saying like, you don't pay anything because there's no cure for this. Like we don't, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing you can do. So, you know, the cost was, was nothing, but as the vaccine started rolling out and I've been reading a little bit more about just like, well, you're going to have to start paying for your stay at the hospital because this was something that there is something that prevents you from ending up at the hospital. Yep. So I'm like, I, I, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so the cost of it, but yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just thinking, you know, and many times I don't agree with insurance company. I, I'm fortunate enough to have insurance, but yeah. I don't agree with many things that insurance companies do, nor do I agree with most of what big pharma does. But in this instance, I am all on board. I had not heard that, that insurance companies are going to start maybe, maybe making that a requirement. I'm all for it. You know, I think like if you are out here outright, there's something that could possibly either save your life or shorten the time you have COVID if you get it. You know, nothing's 100%, obviously, but if it can have any sort of positive impact and you are up here and just outright don't want to get it outside of, you know, whatever religious reliefs or if you have some sort of medical condition, you just outright don't want to get it. To me, that's stupid. And I'm saying it's just stupid. You really out here putting your life and your family at risk. So insurance companies, I'm all for it. You need, yes, start having penalties for those people. Just like, you know, you and I have talked about that uh, back pass. You know, I was, I was, you know, I was on the fence about that earlier this year and, you know, last year when it was, you know, whispers of it. Right. I was like, oh, I don't know if it's going to come to that. I should have known better. Um, (laughs) Here we, here we are now. And I told you. You you did. You did. And I was just, I was just like. Oh, Lord. I, and, you know, at first, and I think it was not so much I wasn't on the fence with it, but I was just like, I don't know how that's going to work. That's going to further divide the country, which it is. It is going to divide the country. But shit, sometimes things just need to happen. For people get a wake up call. And it's unfortunate that, you know, we've heard from people who have gotten vaccine, who, who, excuse me, who have gotten COVID or people they know that are close to them family and they have gotten a wake up call and they've gotten vaccinated. But you still have the assholes out here who have gotten it multiple times. They know people that have gotten it and they still won't act on it. So I'm like, you know what? We do. You know, if you want to be in restaurants and bars, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know how this is going to work with like churches and things like that. But I know even schools, colleges are started to having it. And you know what? Living in this world, at least here in the United States, we've always had to have some sort of vax pass. Like where I grew up in Mississippi, Mississippi got a lot of shit going on out there. I don't agree with it. But one thing I will say about Mississippi in terms of childhood vaccinations, they used to be at the top, like the top five, top 10 states where, where, where kids were vaccinated. So they, like, they did believe in those vaccinations. I mean, I believe so much in this one, but pretty much at any point throughout our lives, we've had to get vaccinated for something where it's like going, going entry into like kindergarten or or first grade, whether you're going to college, if you're leaving the country, some other countries require you to have vaccinations. We've always had some forms of a vax pass. This is just a new level of it, which I mean, at this point, like I said, girl, I'm all for it. I just ain't got time for this stupid shit no more. I really don't. I remember when we, we, I remember our conversation when we we would talk about this sort of vax pass and 
having it as a requirement to either travel or mm-hmm. or whatnot. And I I was like, I can see it happening. Like I can see it becoming a requirement because of the severity of this virus. Like it's mm-hmm. just and people's stupidity. Yeah, and I'm like, and people not wanting to follow rules. People, I mean, especially Americans. I mean, and I'm talking about Americans in general. Yeah. Um. There's no, there's no color here. Where I'm talking about, like, we have sort of a, a complex that we're better than whoever. Um. Or we have privilege, or we should be, you know, privileged in certain ways, and like. And don't respect other countries' rules and regulations, or want to like, hey, this is not how America does it. So you have to just respect the way we do it, and we don't have to respect the way you do it. Mm-hmm. And they always knew it was going to be an issue in the United States. Any sort of anything has always been like, oh no, my freedoms. Um, but your freedoms are only valid in the United States; they're not valid in any other country. Amen. Um, um, you follow whatever freedoms they afford you as a visitor uh, to their country. Um, so I knew, I mean, I knew it was going to come. I knew that it would be a requirement, most likely from other countries, uh, which we have seen. I know Canada has yeah. made it, you know, where they're like, hey, you, if you want to travel here or anywhere, with, if you're a Canadian, you want to travel, you have to have this backstop. And it's like, it, it makes sense. I was like, I'm sorry, when we have seen, let me see, I pulled up while, uh, while you were, were talking. I think we have seen... I'm looking like worldwide deaths from uh, COVID-19. We're looking at 4.3 million, a little over 4.3 million. I'm sure sure America has carried most of those deaths at this point. Well, here in the United States, it says 621,000 deaths. Okay. Okay. Um, And so it's like, when you think about worldwide and it's 4.3 million, I'm over here like, yes, we need something to mitigate this. Like, there has mm-hmm. to be something. And, um, and like you said, we've always had to show proof of vaccines. You know, schools, you know, you know, some works required. If you're going to travel to certain countries, you have to show, yeah. you have to carry that you have taken vaccines. So it's like, I don't understand what's, I, I know why it's different because it was so politicized. Yeah. Uh, in the United States. The asshole maybe. before. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. But even, you know, and, you know, in other countries took it. I mean, there's other sort of countries who have also politicized this and, and whatnot. But it's like, it, it, to me, it's never been a political issue. Uh, COVID-19 was never a political issue to me. It was always a public health uh, concern. Uh, it was, you know, and even when the, the vaccine started, because I remember, you know, I was on the fence. I was with, you know, we, we were both on the fence with, when it came to the vaccine. You know, we, yeah. Talked about it and it's like, but as I saw more people get it, you know, when my parents got it, it just got me thinking of like, am I really thinking rationally or am I just being selfish? Am I gonna be the selfish one in the family and be like, oh no, and you know, and you know, and whatever? But it's like, no, like it's not just about me, and I'm like, and like it's about what I do for others you know and I remember like I was like oh Jesus why you gotta be talking to me now Lord Uh, it's not just you it's others you have to worry about you know and and I was telling you before we hopped on recording about how I saw a TikTok and I don't know if it was a pastor 
or just someone that was uh, sharing something. Uh, but they were talking about how, you know, we've particularly within the, the Christian world and, the, you know, and those that may be religious in general have mm -hmm. been talking, have been praying for a miracle, you know, right, praying right. for something to, to get us out of this pandemic, to get us back to whatever normal may be at this point and, and really just kind of for, you know, whether it's a cure, whether it's something to prevent or whatever. And, and he's like, but nobody, but it's a miracle. We got a miracle. The vaccine was the miracle, the way that it came about, how quickly it was created. I'm like, that's the miracle. And I was like, I had to pause whatever that video was. I was like, I had never thought about the vaccine as Same. as a miracle, as a miracle that maybe we all were praying for as a miracle because we're so ingrained in this political realm of things that, you know, especially Christ Christians will forget that God uses men and women and everyone to bring about miracles, to be him in this world, you know, you know, and it's like, and it just took me, Harold just sitting there on my couch for like a good minute, just being like, wow, <laughs> I never, I'm like, I'm sorry, Lord, because if this is your miracle, I'm so sorry. I have not thanked you for the miracle that is the vaccine and just the way it is and, and to see it and, and do it. And it's like, man, but you know, it's the same Christians who were praying for this that are going against this vaccine. Yeah. And are like, like, no, like this is the government's trying to control you. I'm like, I that's the one thing I can't like I had a friend tell me that the reason why they weren't thinking of why they didn't want to take the vaccine was like you know why is why is the government giving this out for free you know it, it, why did it come out so quickly and I hadn't seen that TikTok yet when, he, when mm -hmm. they told me so I didn't have a, a response to that <laughs> you were not prepared just yet but then you got prepared but but just the thought process of like you know, why is the government giving this for free? And I was like, uh, I never responded. I, I was just, I can't deal with this level of conversation at the moment. And I remember thinking, I did, was telling you like, man, like I would, I'm all about a good conspiracy theory. Like yep, I enjoy a good conspiracy theory. I mm -hmm. will follow that. You know, the Titanic one has a really good one and there's all these other ones. Good as Titanic got multiple ones, honey. Multiple ones. <laughs> But I was like, I would understand if, if it was the United States was the only one using a vaccine or any of these vaccines and we were the only, and it was sort of just being sort of like, oh no, you have to have it, you have to do it. We're the, we were the only country. I'm like, but when you're talking about something that's global and you're talking something as a pandemic that is impacted and there's this and there's other countries who wish they have the amount of vaccines that we have mm -hmm. to me that's where the selfish part comes in and i'm like and a it's not free y'all this vaccine yeah you can get it for free but, but the pharmacy the pharmacy all these other things they're getting paid okay? they can pay don't worry about that now if you have insurance, and that's why they ask for your insurance card, because they're going to go paying for insurance so they get reimbursed. Yep. Pharmaceutical companies, they're getting their money because mm -hmm. the government is paying them to have to get these vaccines. Yeah, don't the ever worry if big pharma's getting paid. They always going to get paid. Like They're spending our money, our taxpayer money, 
which I'm glad. Go ahead, buy the vaccines that we need. Go ahead and do it. I'm not complaining about that at all. But it ain't free. But it ain't free. Like, who do you think it's free? It's it's free because you think it's not coming out of your pocket right there and then. Mm-hmm. But it's come it's it's come out of your pocket. At some point, it's come out of your pocket. Um, and I was like, that just mind boggled too. I'm like, come on. I was like, there's countries out here. I mean, there's people that haven't even gotten the the second dose of their vaccine because they don't have a second dose. Access yep. to the second dose. They're, you know, their government doesn't have enough to give a second dose. So they're going on the first dose. There's, you know, and it's like, I'm like, how? I mean, and it just goes to our American selfishness and our our sort of like, I don't know, privilege, spoiled privilege that we have of like, oh, I can just don't have to get it because whatever. And we never think of others. I don't know. That's just my rant for, for this right now. Well, you know, you touched, again, we always say we touched on so many different points when each one of us have something to say, but to go back to this being a miracle, this is so true. I had not, I've not heard that out of anybody's mouth. My mother, who's, you know, I'm also religious. My mother, you know, is kind of like you. She's, you know, a very religious person. And even from her, you know, even like my grandmother, my dad, none of them, we have, we have not, I think, you know, it could be many reasons for it. I mean, I do, you know, to me, it's just been like a major shit show. That's the only point. I think that's maybe what people are only taking away from it. But yeah. when you step back and think about, you know, this could be the miracle that people have been praying for people who, who have, you know, well, I'm sure a lot of people, I hope people who have lost family members and friends, they are looking to this, you know, and have gotten the vaccine and can understand other people, not so much, but it, you know, this, I think in many ways is the vaccine. I mean, is the miracle that we have been waiting for. Cause I'm like, what else are, are people waiting? Are, are they waiting for COVID to like COVID and its variants to be completely gone? Yes. That probably would be the ultimate miracle, but we ain't yep. there yet. We ain't there yet. So we got to take what we can get right now. And this is the miracle. Like, so it's just almost like, what else are you waiting for? The eradication of it? Yes. Yes. That that's what we hope it will be. But shit, we got other infectious diseases out here that have never been eradicated. They may go away for a little bit, but they come back. And yep. so it's like, what else sort of miracle are you waiting on outside of this? I think, you know, that kind of is my question to people who, again, outside of those reasons that they just cannot get a vaccine, what else, you know, what else sort of miracle are you waiting on to happen? So I think that's a very interesting TikTok. And it's one of, I hope a lot of people will start to really see is that this is a miracle, whether you are religious or not. It is just really a miracle that, yeah, like you said, that here in the United States and possibly other, other countries abroad, they had already been working on some vaccine like this, the way it was pushed through. Um, and yes, I've, you know, I, I probably in times would question why the United States pushed it through. I mean, of course, I'm going to come back to like the money part of it. It is the economy. You know, they right. want people, at, you know, they want people spending. They want people traveling. They want people back at work. So yeah. So there are a lot of financial motivations for it. But at the end of the day, the United States still had the wherewithal and the resources to be able to do something like this. Not every country has been able to do this and push it out as fast as we have here. And I think there is something to be said about that, that people, especially I think people who are very much of, you know, the religious faiths, 
uh, really stop and think about it, especially if the vaccine has saved your life. I know people that have gotten the vaccine and yes, they've gotten COVID, right? You know, they've gotten COVID after it, but they live, they live to tell the story. You know, they haven't been in the hospital, thank God. You know, they haven't, you know, uh, had to be isolated for so long or they were able to not really show that many effects of it and got better quicker. So I think there are just so, so many things that the positivity we can look at the vaccines that people are not necessarily looking at. And there was another point you touched on as well that I've completely forgotten because that's the one that I was, I was so, I was so focused on that and how I don't think anybody, no one has said the word miracle. I don't even know, you know, as much as we're talking about how politicized everything is, has any politicians even gone in as far to say this has been a miracle as much hype, that it has around politics and how involved politics is with this. But I don't think anyone has come out and said, you know, calling this, you know, a miracle vaccine. Um, but, you know, that is very, very interesting. And, I, you know, oh, you touched on around um, Americans, you know, when we travel and thing mm-hmm. like that, things like that and how we often are selfish. I do think Americans are very selfish. You know, we travel across to other countries in the world, especially countries that, people oftentimes may not consider that as developed as our country, even those that are as, as developed as us often think that we're better. And, you know, going to these, going to these other countries and, you know, treat people a certain way. And, you know, that's kind of been, well, there's a lot of primary motivators of why I'm not traveling right now internationally, but to each their own. Um, it's to why I'm thinking like, you know, I just don't have that, kind of like ants in my pants to go travel outside the country yet I'm like you know what that country was there 100 years ago it'll be there 10 years from now or two years from now it'll still be there and I can still go um but I do think it is it's something very interesting that maybe we can touch on further uh eventually about the selfishness of Americans that sounds like a paper or like uh a... girl that is a dissertation it's a dissertation <laughs> Dissertation. You gotta defend that deep thesis. Yeah, selfishness of Americans. That's a whole series on its own. Mm-hmm. The selfishness um, of America, and that's not just that. You know, it don't matter if you're black, white, brown, green, yellow, whatever. Um, you can be selfish. Mm-hmm. Any you you can be selfish. You can be black and go into another country thinking you know, or Latino, whatever. And there is a there's an element of that that is so damn true. Americans yeah, are so is, selfish. I mean, I mean, we'll say it's probably in influenced and informed by our capitalistic, white supremacist, patriarchal system Amen. That yes. We have, yes. that we have, but we all operate within it. Yes. As Americans, like we all operate it. We all learned it. We all, and, and I can say like, I, I think back to just some of my very small travels. I don't, haven't traveled often, but I'm like, like oh my god I probably came across as something but maybe not as uh as you know as uh humble as I probably would want to because we have we've been conditioned to have this sort of expectations of how we should be treated mm-hmm. um, and even if we don't feel it when we're here at home um definitely probably feel it and exercise it when we leave uh this country but yeah i agree i think it's something that could be um that we should explore i definitely yeah. take a few episodes to explore that because it's 
is such a, an interesting viewpoint and you and you've seen it played out during this whole pandemic mm-hmm. um and you've seen it be talked about in other countries and how we're perceived in other like i mean that's the thing like people were watching us how we responded to this pandemic and and how we continue to respond to it and it's in some instances it's night and day and not everybody wants to be American now. And then people, I think Americans think everybody wants to be American. This is a great place. Yes, don't get me wrong. I am proud at times. I say at times to be American. I'm happy that I was born here in the United States. I, sometimes I do take pride in that. But don't think everybody wants to be American. And this is the land of the great faith. There are people who are just as prosperous, who are doing just as well and proud of their country and happy to be whatever nationality may be, that they may be. Everybody doesn't want to be us. I think, you know, we could continue going around about this topic, but I think that that's so true. Like people think everybody wants to be American. Not, not necessarily. No, 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 not necessarily a miss. Um, I'll say this. this last is probably yes. Like, let me, we'll, we'll kind of go back on the topic. But like this idea that we've, painted or like the United States has painted you know these others these other countries as third world countries yeah. as yeah. if like oh my I'm like I'm closest one is Mexico like that's just and that's just because of my uh closest to it anyway but right, like, yeah. this idea that you, oh like oh my god you you can't be prosperous in Mexico like oh my gosh you can't be successful you can't have a good life in Mexico like that's why they're all coming here um and I'm like, it's not necessarily true. Like just in like any other country, there's opportunities for some and there's an op- and there isn't opportunities for others because of systems and things in place. Um, it doesn't make them a third world country. What made what makes them a third world country in our eyes or in other people's eyes is that other countries have taken advantage of their resources Amen. and have stripped them of their resources and put you know, have helped put people in place to do that and, and, and figure and figure how to continue, you know, and the country has tried to figure out how to continue on and, you know, and just like there's poor people here in the United States, there's poor people in other countries. Yes. Like this idea that, oh my gosh, the United States is so great and it's better than everyone else mm-hmm. or it's better than Mexico. It isn't true. No, it's not. And I'm like, and as an adult, I'm like, I could definitely see, like, when I was younger, I'm like, man, yeah, we probably are better than, you know, you know, my parents. Yep, you know, absolutely. When my parents came, like, they had better opportunities here, like, that they probably would have had if they say that, and they have told me that, and and whatnot. Doesn't mean that those that stay there don't have opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, again, it becomes an access thing. It's also, you know, has to do with who you know, how much money you have, and all these things, similar to any other country. Um that you know that kind of follows this capitalistic kind of form of of living and and has been impacted so it's just interesting but yeah I just wanted to say that because it just was on my mind too um but yeah I think if we go back and sort of wrap this up and and then sort of say a little bit of just uh, our final thoughts on just this first episode on the current situation that we see with vaccines 
Um, I definitely think it's going to be the next, I would say the next six months are going to be really uh, interesting and important to see as schools start up. Um, And and I think that's what we'll probably talk on on, in the next episode is more on uh, the mask situation when it comes to uh, and yes and and where we're at and where schools and kids and and workplaces because we know that's also a thing Mm -hmm. uh, as as we seek to to do that but just to kind of my final thoughts on on this here is just um I'll just suggest people you know take a moment to really think about the vaccine and why Mm -hmm. why why it's here how it's impacting we haven't like, I have had no real reaction to it there's nothing that I can say like oh my gosh I'm magnetic now um none right. of that has happened to me <laughs> <laughs> oh I shouldn't laugh but that's funny okay foods no being attracted to me no or anything like there's no metals being attracted to me um or anything else for that matter <laughs> But um, I think it's just important to to really think about and, you know, and again, we all have choices, you know, yep. we all have yep. freedoms and I'm not saying you don't have freedom of choice to, to decide um, because you can, but just don't, I mean, I just wish people would just really look at the facts and the science of it all and not rely solely on people who who don't have any experience, credentials, or knowledge on how uh, viruses work, on how vaccines work. Because uh, I definitely did my research uh, before I went and got the vaccine, and I, and that's what I did. Um, but that's just my kind of final thoughts on that. But how about you, Martina? You know, I think... Um when I really try to, you know, one thing I really try to do um, is look at this from both sides. Look at this from people who don't want to wear the mask, don't want to get a vaccine, then look at it like from our perspectives, you know, because, you know, that's what this, what this podcast and this channel is about. It's looking at different perspectives. And one thing I do that I think that a lot of people who are not for the vaccines, who don't want to wear the mask are not doing, look at it from everybody's side. And of course, I think my side is the correct side because I think I'm looking at it from a human perspective and trying to take in everybody's consideration. And I would say like, again, like you said, you've done your research. I would just urge people to please do your research and don't look at the research you think that most pertains to you that's going to feed into your theories. Look at, look at it from every side. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can look at the conspiracies around it. You can look at, you know, past studies and how things have not turned out, especially for people of color. We all have something that even us who have gotten vaccine, we've, you know, as you and I have said earlier in the podcast, and we've said in other videos as well, we were on the fence as well, you know, but we had to step back. And like you said, your parents, you know, were, were getting vaccinated. My parents were getting vaccinated and they live in Mississippi. And, you know, my mother was always for the vaccine. She, you know, and she is a black woman that lives in Mississippi. She is always for it. And I just think like, you know, l- just look at everybody's perspectives and really like, if you really want to care about the world and the human beings here, you know, look at it 
from all perspectives, don't look at something that feeds into what you necessarily wanted to say, because I could do the same thing too. But if you really want to have this go away, people are still, like I said, people are still upset about wearing masks. Even us who are vaccinated, we, you know, we're upset about it. We got to continue wearing masks. And we're, everybody's blaming everybody. But if we do what we need to do, the quicker you don't have to wear a mask. And maybe one day, hopefully, COVID and its variants maybe could become something like the flu. I mean, I personally, I would love for it to dis, you know, dissipate and we never think of it again, but that may not be the reality that we're living in. But in order for us to get better, even to get to a point where COVID is just, you know, in the rearview men, uh, in the rearview mirror, we got to do what we got to do right now. Yeah. And I just urge people who are listening to this, um, you know, just think about it from everybody's perspective. Step, step out of your box, out of your little comfort shell and think about other people. Really put yourself in other people's shoes. And I know for a lot of people, I'll say Republicans and those that follow them, they're not used to doing that. You're not used to thinking about other people, I would say. And I know that sounds like a big generalization, but that's where we are right now. I don't think you're so used to thinking about yourself and how this benefits you. You're not thinking about the world and here, you know, even your family. Um, you're not thinking about all those people. You know, you're just thinking about, or they're trying to kill me and this, that, and another. Okay. But, you know, just, I urge people to just really do your research, you know, before you share crazy shit, I got to think about it too. Because like I said, I have a conspiracy theorist mind. I know I say a lot of stuff, but you can't, everything you think of, you don't need to act on. You don't need to, you don't need to maybe say to everybody, you know, and I think really, if we want to get past this, we just got to follow the rules. And that's what I will wrap us up. And we will be back with uh, a part two talking about vaccines in America. So thank you all for listening. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye.